of um, Jewish Sadly, citizens in the Middle East. I don't know. Although, like, you know, it's yeah, a yeah. bit of, like, it doesn't have many much competition, so it's not hard to be second, but yes. Yeah, no, no, it used to, the, it, mm. the, sad, there was a, uh, sadly, in rest of the Middle East, Mossad carried out bombings against Jewish people. Against Mossad carried out bombings in Iraq. Terrorist activities, Mossad carried out terrorist activities against Jewish people in Iraq. So to make them think Some, that they need to flee to Israel. This happened all over Middle East. It mm-hmm. didn't happen in Iran. Sadly, in Iran, after the Islamic Revolution, we were stupid enough to enact laws that make life dif- more difficult for um, minorities, I would say. And we did it by our own, like we are, we did it with our own hands, sadly. Mm-hmm. So we have, we don't have Israel to blame. But Israel, and you know, they, the whole thing, uh, the atmosphere created post-World War II with the creation of Israel, it led to, nationalism doesn't work for Middle East, in my view. Anyway, so. Fair enough, good. good. Let's move on to the, the next. Iraq thing is really sad, man. It's just, you read about those stories, Iraq, Syria, like these countries could have had a multicultural, mm-hmm. like their presence could have been very similar to somewhere like Switzerland or you know what I mean? Like country with number of different yeah. languages or anyway. Sorry. No. And the next tweet, I don't have much to comment here, but I don't know. I thought maybe you might. <clears throat> Kim Iverson wrote, mm. Europe should have a military alliance. The US should just not be any part of it. I don't know. Do you have anything to comment about that? I don't know. I mean, like Europe should have a military alliance. I mean, if you're going to ask me what they should or shouldn't have, I mean, I don't know. It's like, As I think it's who, necessary. Yeah, exactly. Who am I right now? If I'm a European, yeah, that's right now I would support that. If I'm a leftist European, maybe maybe right now I would support that. But yeah. I would argue in the long term, we should go for an international system that would include America and rest of the world. Because that's the end game, right? We are all people and shit. Yeah, exactly, right? Because, so, yeah, because this is if you have a military for your own continent, which is rooted, but, you know, in reality, I understand. But I guess it has, it's like the idea of defending your continent versus um, outsiders, kind of, right? Which, I mean, you know, but, it's rooted but, in reality. I'm not some kind of, um, I don't live in a I mean, fantasy world. I would, I like to point out two things. One, that I don't want to be just, ignore my own hypocrisy though like as mm-hmm. a iranian or if i was a european at the moment though if i was looking if somebody was saying that i'm, I'm for uni, unilateral disarmament of nuclear bombs and, and our uh, armies in iran or in europe i would not vote for them i would vote for somebody who is for nuclear weapons and all that because right now even though i have those ideals of maybe one day we are all under all the people of earth right now i don't think that's feasible and Mm -hmm. right now that would lead to weakening of my own personal position so just to full-on full disclosure also i must say this this sentiment i'm going to criticize this sentiment a bit look at me i knew i could get you going with (laughs) this little tweet i'm proud of myself because as you can see i didn't have much to say i was a bit conflicted but you're putting (laughs) you're saying everything that i wanted to say and from different perspectives, so I enjoy it. Continue, please. From different, I like to <laughs> clarify that, that it's not fully with this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I'm just saying, Europe is always 
because I was in Europe, so that's why maybe that's the image I have. Euro- Europeans are extremely smug about America. Mm-hmm. They're always like, America is ruining us. America is, you know, because we are poodles to America and we have to follow America's interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, you know, doing that right now. For example, we discussed this. Germany's putting a stop to uh, Nord Stream 2. Uh, they have to diversify their gas mm-hmm. purchases, and this is causing... Uh, cost of crisis in Europe and it's very poor people are suffering and all that. I understand all of that. But America built Europe. What do you think was Marshall Plan for? Do you think they did that as a charity? Do you like they didn't do that so you know later on you can go and have your own fucking military. They did that because they wanted to own your ass and they did own they do own your ass. I'm sorry, but like this, oh, we are an independent nation, except when it comes to any, you know, foreign policies. Mm. You're not, you're just pay. you have less like estates in America. I'm not even exaggerating. There are certain estates in US that have like more freedom, like the senators from there have more foreign policy freedom than like state leaders in Europe, especially yeah. the small ones in Eastern or Balkan state. So I don't understand of this. Again, it's like Iranians with the oil industry that British come they invest they discover our oil and they're like what why do you think people do these things they don't do it for you they do it for themselves if they are investing in you if they are giving you money right they expect something in return yeah. they expect to own your ass or sell the products there dis- which is the same thing kind of yeah basically on your ass. and if like for example if russian products are coming stop them mm-hmm. our product for example arms yeah. whatever it is right uh, and again, I'm not saying that you should always follow this. You shouldn't have revolutions. You shouldn't have political parties. You shouldn't try to fight this. But don't pretend you have the moral high ground. That's what I hate. This pretends to, oh, they're taking advantage. Yeah, I oh, I'm sorry, but who gave you the fucking Marshall Plan? Who built your economies? Who gave you the status of a favorable, what is it, the favorable nation thing? The I forget the specific name when you have the trade relations are mm-hmm. far more relaxed. Pretty much there are no tariffs. Like who built that? America did. You had access to America's market, motherfuckers. Your whole economies were fucked because you were building empires that were out of your um, financial reach. Just like, by the way, Iran and Turkey did a bit before you. And just like China did before mm-hmm. us. You know, it's like, you know, I'm not like everybody's game is the same game. So just don't stop this moral high ground shit, you know. But not that Kim Iverson is yeah. doing it. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. No, so, no, no. Hundred you percent. Know. And this point that I'm making is not really about the moral high ground point. And I hundred percent agree with that. And yeah, Europeans talk so much shit about Americans for no reason at all. I agree with all that. But yeah, I just wanted to like uh, give an example. Yeah, as if for- they're all. Sorry, just yeah. Europeans talk about Americans as if every American is some mm-hmm. like. Uh, hillbilly from like yeah. Arkansas and every European is fucking Voltaire sitting in 100%. France doing you know snarky yeah. remarks half of Europeans are basically mm-hmm. farmers with no teeth like you know you can't talk to them because they're like not that there's anything wrong just, with oh, that Jesus. <laughs> not well I don't know man okay, I don't know about that I, mean, I don't know about the farmer I don't know why you had to give that example but anyway because um, I had a race. Your Honor, scratch uh, that from the. Okay. <laughs> your Honor, strike that from the record. <laughs> Sorry, I went all the yeah, like the comment earlier. Yeah, all the Europeans. <laughs> let me let me give something a bit more concrete, perhaps. One is the Iran nuclear deal, because I'm far from being any kind of expert there. 
but it really seemed from like the outside that like the Europeans were like no we want to be part of this deal and I don't know why this guy's pulling out we were like bringing Renault parts into Iran as you were speaking yeah. you know we had just invested Peugeot, like... Peugeot was at the airport with his luggage. <laughs> I'm about to board the plane what <laughs> we're about to invest like two million euros <laughs> which for them is like a lot or I don't know how much but you know the Americans said no and and they're still they still want to be I guess there is no longer a deal because the deal was or like are Europeans still technically part of a deal even though the Americans yes, they are. Well, yeah, it's just like, you know it's like might as well having a deal with me you know <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll sign you that document know. sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it would have cost less if Iranian government had spent all this time and effort negotiating with you. It would have cost less, and they would have probably you could have smuggled some money with your bank account. <laughs> I'll be like, get the Peugeot parts to me. I have a cousin who's going back to. We'll put two steering wheels in his suitcase, and I can take the rest. Don't worry. But we're gonna fly it into Kish first, and from there, I know someone's gonna take it. Like every time you come to Tehran, you put the Peugeot parts in your luggage, in your hand. Like, here you go. This is the AC component you asked. Radio, original French radio. Peugeot parts. 2002 Peugeot. I swear to God, it would this. This is like what we just described is higher, like trade. level that we've had with Europe since Trump left, like a couple of ACs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Europe is, I, I genuinely do feel like uh, with Iran deal and Ukraine and all that, though, they really neutered Europe. Right now, mm. I do, like you read news stuff, I read from India and Russia as well. Nobody's taking Europe seriously anymore. They are just Britain is still taken as slightly more seriously because they have a bit more independence. I mean, Europeans, if they're taken seriously, like let's not get it twisted, they do have money. So I mean, you know, of course, they still no. They're they seen still... as an extension of America. Mm, yeah, in that sense, for sure. Yeah, as a power, not as a yeah. culture. By the way, of course, oh, European yeah, of course, culture yeah. is undeniably one of the most significant. All yeah. of the cultures, yeah, that exist in Europe. No, but I mean, like but, money, um, they have too as well. You know, like. I mean, let's say these are small scale stuff, but, you know, when it comes to like humanitarian and these kind of things, you know, after the U.S. giving all their money, then the EU also like, you know, put all their change together and they're like the second biggest donor. So, I mean, they have money and yeah, stuff, but again, these scales are so much US. smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, you know. And Germany is so efficient and like, I mean, produces quite a bit for Europeans and all that. But despite all of these, yeah, you're 100%. Right. Um, I mean, I was very surprised they canceled Nord Stream 2. I really didn't think Europe is that yeah. neutered. But no, that one, me. seriously, agree. Okay, let's move on to the next one. I should have put this David Sorota tweet right after the other one. But yeah, he wasn't having a good day. I caught him on a bad day on Twitter, the poor guy. So he wrote, I mentioned to a friend that was depressed. He asked why. I answered. So this is an SMS I guess he had sent to his friends. And as you probably know, in the U.S., they're not into WhatsApp. They, they send iMessages. 
I believe. What the fuck, by the <laughs> okay, way? Okay, let's I mean, not I'm open. Emily <laughs> Baker. No, no, I, this is a jar I want to open. Oh, Emily Baker is keep like joining my text thing. I want to join that. Why are you doing text? Stop doing text stuff. Have what is what are you like living in Middle Ages in America? Stop just because they offer you free text doesn't mean you have to use it. Okay, nobody's using text. Sorry. Sorry. With that on the way, David Smith. I told my friend, <laughs> liberals have perfected economically disenfranchising the working class through this economic, through their economist elites and a Democratic Party leadership, which is bad at everything except one thing, rigging primaries. With the working class now thoroughly pulverized, the right has fertile ground to, for fascists to take over everything and create permanent terror state. He goes on, liberals are the Washington generals, Republicans are the Harlem gold drop, uh, Globetrotters, Globetrotters. Globetrotters. <laughs> Corporate media is the referee and it's all a game with a predetermined outcome. <laughs> David Surratt's friend received one hell of a text before we get into yeah, yeah. the actual text. He was like, hey, Dave, are you watching the NBA playoffs today? No, well, why I'm not are you feeling sad, good. Dave? Why are you sad? Did your team lose? <laughs> you know, <laughs> liberals have <laughs> economically disenfranchising <laughs> the working class. Is this how you feel every time, like you mention something that is like <laughs> slightly related to like Britain or something, and I start going, "Well, the state of British Empire at the moment." Is that how you feel every time? But at least we're doing a show, so I kind of expect you to do this <laughs> to come up with something like this. But yeah, and then of course at the end, he's he's comparing them. You know, he's doing a basketball analogy and. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters are not a real team. They're like a they, they're like a show team. Isn't the same thing about Washington Generals? I thought they're like no, I believe. Oh, what are they? They they are famous. I always hear that they're really like they're, shit. Washington basically. Generals are just a shitty basketball team. Oh no no no! Sorry, oh, they play not exhibition a, games against the Harlem Globetrotters. So they're also um, the what same is thing. It? Like one of, are they? famous people from all the different basketball no 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 not at all it's not they're not they're not necessarily those are the all-star games these people like do more of a a show and they might do stuff that are like illegal in a basketball game i don't know they'll kick the ball like get on the other person's shoulder and like do a backflip or like put the put the ball in their shirt yeah Yeah, all right okay but i would say yeah what do you have to say about the actual content just of his SMS. Because I, yeah, I <laughs> love him. Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm in 1990. He made, he's, he, he left a voice call. We are going to play for you right now. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Answering machine recorded his voice. <laughs> but he's, uh, I would say to him, just, just not to be depressed. Like, um, it's always been like that. Like, when has it not been like that, exactly. man? Just chill out. Just don't give, don't worry about it. It's always been like that. It's always will be like that. And most probably, maybe not. Yeah. We try, maybe we try make it a little bit better. Maybe not, probably not. But, you know, don't get too upset. You know, it's, I mean, don't get, de- like, the po- if you got depressed and things would get better, I would say everybody get depressed. Yeah. But the reality is, if we get depressed and cry and we should get be like he's completely right it's fucked up it's unlikely uh, everything is a joke it's always again it's always been like that it's just that for a while 
because of the surplus, we could imagine maybe something better. So let's not, you know, I'm just saying maybe focus on writing a new movie, write mm-hmm. great movies. So, yeah. you know. Don't be. I just hope you're not depressed because I like your work. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, like so, with the working class now thoroughly pulverized, I mean, then my knowledge kind of goes to the '90s and '80s max that I can imagine. Then '60s or '70s, I can see people throwing, you know, some counter arguments, but even I that argue... based on what I heard. And you know, when you hear like the U.S. is, I don't know. I mean, the 1930s, based on everything that I hear, the 1930s, like depression stuff back there was one of the most horrific things ever. And that happened 90 years ago. And the situation was so bad. So, you know, that that kind of was in my head comes, you know, it makes me wonder you know, would, how, how it was back then. And the things are no, just no, getting that, really bad. No, no, but let's working class as a group as an organizational force let's say not an organization but a force i would argue from let's say just before maybe world war one to maybe 19 even 50s maybe 1960s even you could argue their working classes were a definite force that could Mm. change and i think there were like if you look at history then social democratic revolution in Germany, movements in East Asia, movements in Middle East, things could have gone differently. Mm. But I would argue since 1960s onwards, especially there hasn't, like, it's been the same, man. Like, you know, there hasn't been any global, like, international work. Like, even national forces are barely, you know, standing up. I mean, some countries better than others. But most of them have been co-opted either into the capitalist project or into the nationalist project. And either of them to me are shit. So, you know, I'm just saying, yeah, uh, but, but I would say, no, there were, I, again, I, I think history is ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. I would argue, and again, there will be another hopefully high for, you know, working class yeah. or for the, what we consider good values to be, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% agree with you there. Okay, let's um, keep this party rolling. Brett Weinstein <laughs> tweeted. Oh, he's sometimes weird. Is he the good brother or the... No, he's the better brother. I don't know. He's not the, he's the, he's not the one who's the Peter Thiel hedge fund manager. Or yeah. something like that. His brother, I only the, actually the know the one. other one of it, but anyway. Oh, my, my thing might run out. Oh. So We're being denied nuts on this flight because we have a passenger on board with a nut allergy. Also, we're asked not to consume any nuts we have brought on board and not to force anyone else to consume nuts, even if we believe they're capable of digesting them safe. Right on, right on. But I don't believe that other part, I mean, that other part, though, what do you think? That last part, I don't understand. And not to force anyone else, no, no, and not to force anyone else to consume nuts. I mean, I don't know that whole part. But this is a bit weird. I've never been on a plane where they haven't given nut, uh, nuts to you. And like, I feel like in North America, at least five to 10% of the world, five to 10% of the population possibly have nut allergies. Like so many people have this nut allergy. So I've never seen a plane not giving nuts to anybody else because someone has a nut allergy. I, but Well, I haven't. I mean, if he's telling the truth, I agree. With, I don't know. I mean... Okay, I don't know. But uh, no, okay, I, I didn't think of that. I didn't think you could. But nut allergies right. are crazy. Huh? Have you but seen I, you someone with I a nut really allergy angry. before? But have you seen anybody with a nut allergy before? No. no. Like it's I've crazy. Seen, 
Like um, when they have the nuts? No. Like they I don't even have who, to have man, the nuts. Man, do you know people have allergy to tomatoes? Did you know that? I feel like I've heard, oh. but I haven't seen. Yeah, I heard that recently. Tomatoes are an aubergine. You can be allergic mm. to aubergine. I, I just had no idea. And then, like, like, I've never seen anybody have an allergic reaction, but I've seen people who say they are allergic. That's no, but it, it's crazy. Like, the, the nuts... So I had this colleague and he went and ate in the cafeteria and the cafeteria had used nut oil to cook. I mean, of course, it's not dumb to go eat nuts and stuff that just cooked with nut oil. And that was enough for exactly like he's just like going like this. And I mean, I think after a few hours, if they don't get their relief, I guess their like breeding system or everything gets. Yeah. So it isn't apparently once he was like at, at work and in a different country, the same guy. And he didn't like have a phone or something. And he, he got his nut allergy thing and he didn't have whatever shots and thing he needed. And it, in a room, he was stuck there for five to six hours, just like this. And they found him in the morning and it was like still on time and it was all good and stuff. But nut allergies are a really like, like, you know, they're allergies <laughs> and then like nut allergies. Like, I mean, I don't know what happens with the tomato or the eggplant one but Same with nuts I ones i've well, seen it's it's insane what it's like poisonous I, for them like i it, i must say allergies are very much like religion to me i don't <laughs> what is i don't understand them like people talk about like they get a i mean i understand it not like but the other allergies that people say oh i have an allergy i sneeze and i'm like i sneeze but you, yeah but i, I guess like I, sneeze I, a lot like i told you like in hay fever period like just like the sneezing gets out of control and then I don't sneeze anymore after that. But I mean, these are small, these are nothing. I mean, although some people hay fever becomes so much, they're just like, <laughs> they just like breathe with their mouths open. But the nut one, man. That's why, I mean, if a plane took such precautions, I wouldn't even be too surprised. Although like, you know, the person will not put the nut in their mouth. And like, it's not like with the air, the nut starts flowing around. So I don't even know if this is true. If he's saying if it's the true, truth, you know what? It, why, why I said right on because it reminded me of motherfucker airplanes, and I didn't travel at all during the COVID stuff. But the people who did, motherfuckers, man, they didn't serve you food. You are sitting in a in a metal fucking tube that is sharing the air through a machine, and then people are wearing these masks that yeah. are holes, and then they're bringing it down to talk to each other and then oh if you're not serving food because of covid it's not because of money it's not because food costs money or because biscuits cost yeah. money it's because of covid because we don't want you to die because we businesses care so much yeah, about no, you some airlines serve food selling sure. your kidneys as soon as we get a chance yeah Motherfucker. No. some served Just, food um for sure but yes yeah, some definitely did not and they cut off and um, they cut back on serving food but I saw some that definitely served food. Whenever free shit gets cut, <laughs> I lose. <laughs> no, I mean, it's no. not even free shit. It's yeah. costed into your ticket price. Yeah, so yeah, no, no. Motherfucker. Definitely. Gucci there. But yeah, I don't know if... Um... Airplanes, man. I'm, I'm going to go all jank you again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, airplanes. Uh, okay, and last but not least, um, Richard Medhurst um, tweeted here. So you can see the New York Times photo. So let's look at the tweet first and we'll look at photos killed in ukraine versus dies at 51 the new york times left out that shireen was killed in occupied palestine while covering an israeli raid on jenin she was also american but all of this is left out criticizing israel is impermissible so pretty much the new york times had one headline 
that said Brent Renault, an American journalist, is killed in Ukraine. Then Shirin Abweke, trailblazing Palestinian journalist, dies at 51. So, you know, and then actually, actually, if you read like the died? second What's headline. What's the problem? Huh? What's the problem? She died. She was just. Okay, sorry about that. Sam just had to change his, head, his headphones. Yeah, I was saying, I think the last thing that I was saying is like, the, the, in the case of the Palestinian one, we actually know like, who even committed the crime. You know, it was the Israeli um, army, it seems, at least so far, based on everything that I've heard that's come out. So even on, on top of that. But yeah, if you read the second headline, um, they write... Israelis that, are denying that. Yeah, Israelis are denying that. <laughs> A Palestinian-American reporter who was killed in the West Bank. So in their second headline, they had that. But in the... Uh, you've seen a smaller headline... They, they, mm-hmm. they spoke about this way. But yeah, just these little things, you know, like, I mean, anyway, there could be another article that the New York Times has where they reported it on um, differently. But this was a nice, very, very nice anecdotal case by case um, example. Uh, I thought that Richard found. Yeah, I thought that was you're right. I would say that don't think of this as them manufacturing consent, mm-hmm. even though I like the book a lot. I think maybe the title is a bit misleading. It's not manufacturing consent. It's symptoms of consent, I think, mm. should be. Because that's, don't think the person who's in New York Times is thinking, how should I frame this in a way that makes the lady, you know, they automatically mm-hmm. think that. Yeah. They think Palestinians die by themselves, mostly. But, you know, um, American journalists are killed. Mm. You know, it's, you know, it's a mental state. I mean, That's most of is. our things, all these things that you see, like people in companies, corporations behaving in a way, most of it has just internalized without anybody telling them. Like you just observe your surrounding and then you know that you have to act and say in a way. If not, like every single person would need like a manager following them, telling them what to what to say and what and to like. But I you don't feel, need that. It's very I, easy but to I like feel the left pick up these things. Po- yeah, but I feel like a lot of people on the left has a lot of hard time accepting that. And that's why they end up supporting democracy and all that, mm. because they think people can rise above their environment. They can't. And, you know, I at least I would say like 70 percent can't, let's say, be somewhat uh, conservative. Yeah. In my and estimation. if you if you come out so, too much, then you're going to start facing consequences anyway. Right. Like it's not like, you know, it's not like you can just behave however you want at the job right like you eventually uh, yeah, yeah. you lose your job or, or get in trouble so you internalize it as a way of you know keeping this job also at the same time right that i'm trying to say like if you break out of the bubble yeah, but, they, they can oftentimes get rid of yeah, you but or something I, but i think the level of the level of um the level of let's say voluntary cooperation mm. is much higher than the left oh, uh, thinks it is well, i the couldn't agree more seems the left seems to pretend, and I don't, I'm not talking about Richard Merthers, by the way, it's just because it just reminded me of this type of, you know, that I just thought I'd make this point, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, But, no. you know, uh, yeah, I always feel like, oh, people are duped, people are brainwashed. No, they know the truth, and they choose to ignore. It's willful ignorance. That's what it is. Uh, um. Often, yeah, oftentimes. I mean, there you went out and you're talking about people in general too, so not just like people working at certain company. But yeah, I think I um, largely agree with that sentiment. But yeah, if people work in organizations and companies, 
that's actually you move up by understanding oh, also especially, what you have to do. Especially at New York Times. Yeah, exactly. What you have to do and what you don't have to do. I mean, I always give this example, like maybe it's silly or or not. Maybe it's a bit of a Kyle Kalinske example. But at Nike, nobody needs to tell the Nike employees that like here we'd say good stuff about Nike and we don't promote Adidas, right? Like everybody knows that like, you know, when they walk into so working with Nike that Adidas and Reebok are like your competitors, right? There's not like, a manual on who to hate that you get on first day oh adidas okay yeah i'm not gonna say good stuff about adidas you know you that was a very simple basic example but same thing with other places I but but what i found the point i was making and i got i found surprising i know quite a lot of people who work in major uh, tech companies i know people who work in nestle i mm-hmm. know people who work in unilever all major corporations majority of people who I talk to, they believe that. They believe their companies are doing good. Mm. They would talk about Nestle as a good company who's bringing up standards. I would tell them about the slave labor. I would tell them about the water stuff. No, it's a good company that bringing, like they believe that. I, like everyone, Unilever is the same. Tech company is the same. You, uh, you know, you talk to anybody like uh, in the, the same so that's what i mean there is far more level of far higher level of willful ignorance and uh voluntary cooperation by people and all these working class people who don't have a chance and are fully exploited most of them if they get a chance they would be just like these people these managerial pmcs they wouldn't be you know what i mean it's unfortunately like i can't argue with that much if somebody they, they, else thinks in they my can, experience yeah, in my experience, whenever they had a chance, they made it. There is a good they, another. You are going quite Kalinsky. I'm going old-fashioned mm-hmm. analogy. Um, in Iranian, which I love, the cat can't reach the meat, and he says, "It's a smells. It is things. Sorry, mm-hmm. it is things. It's it's corrupt. It's you know spoiled, right?" And yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like that. You know, they can't reach the meat and they're like, oh, these people are, you know, bad. And as soon as, look at TYT, you know, look at a lot of people. Again, you know, I'm not saying maybe I'm the same. I mean, again, my price, $15 million. <laughs> Anybody, please. I Please give me the fucking money. Ah, Maybe Amber Heard can pledge it to you or donate it to you or, or not give it to you. That's what that's what she means by pledge. And yes, yes. <laughs> Keep it. For I myself. don't care <laughs> if I don't care about pledge. <laughs> if you're going to give me. I, OK, let me read my card number information. Just give me. A <laughs> OK, brilliant. Good stuff. Should we move on to the rest of the show? Uh, uh, sure, sure. I think so. Yeah, I talked to him. All right, Sam. So let's keep this party rolling. And folks, please consider, of course, like, but also consider subscribing if you've been watching us for a while. But okay, Sam, the floor is yours. Yes. So again, it's time to do some serious stuff. (laughs) Not serious, but whatever. But yeah, there was... Sam, have you seen Johnny Depp? I'm around (laughs) Yes, <laughs> let's talk about that, please. <laughs> oh, Iran nuclear. Oh. So there were some movements again on the Iran nuclear deal. Um, the, there was a, a special representative from uh, IAEA uh, uh, came to Iran and Europeans are basically saying that there is some, Iranians are saying they have discussed some new sort of options for a way out of the dead end. 
and Europeans are positive on it, but you know, America is yet to respond. At the same time, those I don't want to say sadly, but whatever. Um, uh, in Iran, there has been some uh, protest and cost of because cost of living just went up by about like hundred percent. Everything yeah, that's doubled. Yeah, uh, meat, bread, uh, oil, you know that type of thing. And that's why uh, teachers, uh, drivers, and all these people are striking. You know, there's some, and they're cracking down on any left-wing movement, anything like that. Again, people who think, you know, anyway, people on the left who think we are, Iran is challenging imperialism. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we are the original fucking empire. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? Anyway, uh, uh, but, but uh, so that's uh, putting a bit of a, what do you say, uh, it's becoming a bit of a problem because U.S. has to sort of at least pay lip service to the protest and Iran is like, oh, you're so happy about protest mm. in Iran. Why are you doing this? And Iran is, as always, whenever there is protest, rightly and wrongly, I think sometimes rightly, sometimes wrongly, they are blaming foreign agents and they found a couple of foreign citizens they've arrested. So things are both heating up and heating down. Who knows what's going on? I'm still, I'm going back to my original take that it's unlikely to happen, revive, and Trito Parsi is the best expert probably on the matter. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, what does he think this. nowadays? Uh, about a month ago or two weeks ago, I saw something from him that he was saying they probably going to allow Barjom or JCPOA to die slowly, but they're going to have uh, deals, small deals with countries within the Middle East. And I think that's most likely because Iran is, Iran's relations with UAE and Saudi Arabia is improving. Uh, you know, Iran's relations with US may be improving because of Ukraine. So there may be sort of, that deal may be dead, but other deals may be coming. And at this point, I frankly, I'm a, everybody, I've always said whatever I think about policies about personal stuff you know religion stuff what i but then again what i think about foreign policy and stuff and even though you know i'm not a big fan of islamic republic or you know i'm not even a big fan of the conservative wing of the islamic republic i really don't think we should go in a deal and i i'm in a tiny minority i would say majority of the middle class support the deal working class is a bit more mixed but I think, I mean, considering that, you know, Trump, whoever Trump supported succeeded in the Republican primaries. And this is an old fashioned Iranian thing. And maybe we talk about this a bit more later. Republicans, I'm sorry, but Republicans can be trusted. Democrats mm. can't. Democrats are uh, untrustworthy. Democrats are wishy-washy. Democrats are, uh, they are liars. Uh, not that Democrat, Republicans aren't, but Republicans are predictable liars in a sense. You know their interests. You can deal with them. Who uh, escalated the war in Vietnam? Uh, Kennedy. Mm. Who and escalated it further, but then ended it? Nixon. Who uh, fixed relations with um, China? Nixon. Who, fic- who mm. f- uh, met with Gorbachev? Reagan. Who uh, boycotted the Soviet Union and wouldn't even go to their Olympic Games? Jimmy Carter. 
so uh, who put on the worst sanctions on Iran that hurt the middle class? Obama, not George Bush. George Bush sanctions was only targeting basically like super government entities, basically nobody. Obama destroyed the middle class in Iran. Obama destroyed pretty much a generation of Iranian youth. So I would not negotiate with the democratic government. I, I'm sorry. They can't be trusted. They're not in charge. They don't, they don't deserve power. And they, whenever they get it, they don't know how to handle it. They're children at best. And they're cynical monsters like Obama at worst. So, yeah. And uh, frankly, Trump is whatever with all his flaws, which are many. He's a sexist, racist pig. Uh, he's a, as an international relations, he can, he's somebody you can deal with. These motherfuckers aren't. And I wouldn't. After what? After two and a half years of his presidency, we're gonna have a deal. What? It's gonna take what? Four years for businesses to uh, to evaluate if they're gonna invest in Iran. If they yeah. all, all already all the businesses that until the next U.S. elections, we're never gonna like invest in Iran. So I'm sorry, but this is madness uh, uh, again. But the Iranian government, though, and I'm saying Iranian government, not Iranian state. The Iranian government, the current government, the ones who was anti-deal when they were in opposition, is now pro-deal. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they control the Ministry of Oil and they, you know, if they get two fucking oil deal and they get some <laughs> dollars, they can, yeah. they, as they say in Iranian, their luggage is closed for Canada. So. <laughs> Brilliant. Folks, I'm in no position to counter anything what just Sam said to the Democrats and Republicans. And quite frankly, it sounded very valid to me and justified and well argued but if anybody would like to counter anything sam said definitely do so in the comment section if i'm going to play devil's advocate the only thing i can say is about trump go ahead i mean but trump is such an easy one yeah he can't really focus on an issue and stuff so he's not trustworthy in that way but that's like the that's like the most i can counter uh, what you just said if not those examples are are extreme true and he wasn't saying that the republicans are good people i mean if anybody misheard Sorry, them you cut off. i'm saying that you weren't saying that republicans are good people or they have like the americans best intention like you know or they have the iranians best intention in mind not at all you were just talking about more seriousness and their ability to at least stick with whatever deal or something they they make happen can you hear me um you're okay sorry about that not sure how much you folks heard and how much sam heard so i'm just gonna repeat myself very quickly so yeah i think trump you can say he can't be trustworthy in the sense that you know he'll try to do something but then he'll forget about it right he'll move on the next day but putting that aside generally for like republicans right and i don't think you were, you weren't saying like oh republicans are good people or they have like you know the no, best no, no, intention no, no. of americans or iranians in mind it's just that a, these historical examples that you gave were quite convincing and just putting those aside, you know, if they f- make a deal or something, at least they're the ones who seem to be more in charge, whether it's Republicans or Democrats who have majority in the House or Senate or who's the president, they seem to be the ones who you can, you know, at least trust, be more confident that whatever deal you've reached with them can stick for a while. And then, and you're right. I mean, if corporations and all that are concerned that they don't want to make deals until at least the next election see who comes in play at a nuclear deal perhaps wouldn't even make that much of a difference especially if biden then doesn't hurry to remove some of the sanctions right and that's what obama didn't do okay they struck a deal but most of the sanctions even obama before trump 
before Trump, Obama broke the deal because he went and actively encouraged banks in his speeches to not invest in Iran and not work with Iran. So the fact that Obama... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Trump, uh, Obama was even worse. At least Trump had the courage to actually pull out of the deal. Obama was the Weasley type, just like Jimmy Carter and other Democrats. They, they weasel their way into a deal. And then in, uh, technically... Fuck you. No, man, and, they're the uh, worst, honestly. Like that lesser of two evil thing. I think if someone actually ever did <laughs> some it, kind of yeah. analysis, I think you wouldn't be surprised that the Democrats with everything, Where, you put the environment and everything in place, they're the bigger of the evils, perhaps, especially man, when they're I mean, in power. I mean, it's a childish thing to, you know, who's the most evil or who's the, you know, who's the strongest character from, yeah. you know, it's who cares. But, the reality is, first of all, there is in every country, again, not just America, foreign policy is largely a consensus issue mm-hmm. because it's determined by interest, not determined by, depending on the nation, I would say nations that are legacy nations or real nations, as I call them, are far more like that than, you know, nations that are like five days old, old mm-hmm. or something. But, you know, that's how nations work. Uh Sorry, that's how foreign policy works, partially. Second, with Democrats, though, because they have to pay lip service to some ideals that they don't fucking believe, it all it causes, like, in a way, they're more cunningly pushing the same ideas, but because they pay lip service to ideals that they do not uh, adhere to. Uh, therefore, some people, you have to always contend with some group of people in your own home country that these motherfuckers are against us. They are not, they are not yeah. friends. Okay, Islamic Republic is corrupt. Islamic Republic is reactionary. But these motherfuckers, they want to bomb the shit out of us. Like, literally, they want to bomb, like, kill all of us. And, you know, it causes all this added problem. But yeah. then again, that. I would blame the again Iranian government though if we had a proper free media, if we were doing proper investment in our media instead of every fucking governmental official stealing money and running away to Dubai or uh, Singapore or uh, Canada, maybe uh, America's uh, uh, image or America's uh, American government, not America, because I think America again beautiful culture, amazing everything, amazing culture of in all senses but american government's influence wouldn't be so uh, um so omnipresent yeah no perhaps. i agree with you there i'm just gonna make a small point just move your microphone stuff around too is just making a bit sorry um extra sounds and stuff so just move it around yeah and i was just gonna no, say that, man, that that's 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 the deepest state trying to cut me no but i can still hear it now but like move and speak no, no, that, yeah, the, the microphone's working, but just like move around and say something. No, no, I put it a bit higher. Yeah. Is it any better now? Or? Yeah, no, it wasn't like, a, it, it wasn't uh, a volume it's... issue. There was just some movements, but it's all good now. Let's leave it. But yeah, I mean, are the Democrats, if ever, are they good? Are they just more useful if they're in opposition? Although while they were the opposition to, to Trump, they weren't even good as an, <laughs> good as an uh, opposition. Because, you know, when they're in opposition, at least they're like, oh, no, don't go to word there or something. Maybe they just act a bit at like dialing the republicans down if anything but when they're in power then it's just democrats are by far i mean look i really i don't know i don't know if they're i wouldn't agree with that even mm. either when they were in opposition during george bush years what they do uh but um or, or uh, trump enough. years 
or Trump years. But I would point out, like just thinking right now, and this is not a theory I have, but just straight down thinking. Look, Eisenhower, even though he did, the, he supported the coup d'etat in Iran, he was largely a figurehead president, like he didn't really do presidency. And at the end, he at least pointed out the military industrial mm-hmm. com- complex. Truman dropped the nuclear bombs on Japanese cities, probably the greatest uh, uh, war crime of all time in history, like by any measure. Like, you know, and just Democrats, you know, they are the worst, mm-hmm. like generally. Like, again, you deal with some bad guy, you at least want to know his interest. Yeah. Bad guy or somebody, that's the thing. In politics, if you're mature, nobody is a bad guy. The, your enemy is somebody who has your opposing interest. It's not they're bad or good or whatever. With Democrats, it's all this morality play. And we have, a, by the way, Democrats are a stand-in for Labour Party in the UK. They're a stand-in for reformists in Iran. Uh, they are a stand-in for some liberals in China. All of them. I fucking hate these motherfuckers, man. These wishy-washy both sides of the mouth. Ugh, they're the worst. They're the worst. I agree with you there. I agree. Okay. Anything else on Iran? And, or, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One more thing. Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, probably the best Democratic t- president since Roosevelt and ever, because he passed the civil rights and all that. The half of Democratic base think he's responsible for Kennedy's assassination. Mm. A fucking two-pair-wearing pervert piece of shit who escalated the vietnam war and was an anti-communist psycho who almost plunged the whole world into collapse over cuba it's just that's the base that's the base of democrats based on everything i know i can't disagree at all with sam and i quite agree but if anybody you know if you find some things that sam is perhaps mistaken if anybody leave them in the comment section call me out on if kennedy wasn't a two-pair-wearing <laughs> motherfucker yeah. because he was <laughs> okay nice so on that note should we move to the u.s now yes i think so okay okay so let's move on to the u.s again sam please lead oh so sure sure Mm -hmm. so uh 40 billion dollars aid for ukraine in their war against russia Although now uh, openly pretty much U.S. officials are saying it's a proxy war against Russia. Yeah, they're openly, Plus, right? Like, I mean, at least people are going on TV saying that. Like, I don't know yes, yes. how close they're affiliated to government. They might not be officially working for the government, but, you know. I believe a couple of uh, sort of states. Same, I don't, right? I, don't. I think so. I didn't want just I wanted to be sure. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It passed like that, and what call what I mean, not sur- it wasn't that surprising. What co- oh sorry, my my no worries. What caused eyebrows to be raised was the fact that no, the squad mem- squad the progressive squad the squad we take down the reactionaries unless they pay us. Then then we are cool cool okay. Give us check, check. But so the progressive squad, including some of the people like your favorite Ilhan Omar, uh, that who had uh, expressed reservations about she was tricked, funding. okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was drugged and brought it to the car. I was like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she was yeah. actually threatened, okay. They, they no, actually she was threatened. revoked, they said they're gonna take away her. 
passport. Her I can see actually being threatened. <laughs> joking. <laughs> to be honest, I assumed, I always assume whenever you become a president, not president, president doesn't really have any power, but whenever you actually have a position of power, like CEO of a tiny startup or something, like a position mm-hmm. of real power, you know, I assume they like, before that they forced you to kill a child or something and they take pictures or, you know, <laughs> fuck a pig or something. I assume that's what they do and that's how they keep control. So I'm never surprised, but these people who pretend they don't at least be like Christian cinema, just embrace the blackmail yeah. or embrace the selling out. But anyway, yeah, they voted for it like a little good little uh, boys and girls they are. They, they, you know, they perform their task just fine because they realize right now that majority of the public i mean the left likes to think that majority of the public is of course majority of the public is for higher infrastructure spending but also majority of the public that i see because of partially i think because of media uh, are very anti-russian you know this is not something public is going to be worried about and frankly i think if I was in the progressive squad, if I was AOC especially, I would definitely, you know, the people who are going to be upset for at me for this are the same people who are not going to vote for me anyway because yeah. they already are upset at me because for Iron Dome. So I've already lost these people. So who gives a shit? So, you know, I don't, I mean, fair enough. Particularly well and done. I agree with you too. I feel like this goes a bit with my theory the other day of like, foreign policy and domestic policy like the squad they don't even they're not even concerned or we should have any expectation with foreign stuff if ever they're like put a half battle or anything it will be for something domestic for sure based on what i've seen i mean this one i think jimmy Dore pointed out like there wasn't even a debate like they didn't even try to like (laughs) delay it by half an hour (laughs) they were just like they were just like hey yeah Man, fuck the squad. I mean, the squad, I never had any expectation. And frankly, yeah. I always thought they were a bunch of idiot, uneducated groups at best and, you know, a social climber at worst. Uh, but Bernie Sanders, I am really disappointed. Rand fucking Paul. Rand fucking Paul is delaying the, d- delayed it a bit. <laughs> I think it's passed now. But how come yeah. is it that some of these, rep- I mean, I'm sure it has to do, I know there's a reason a way, I'm just putting a lot of that. But how is it that like, whenever it comes to like Republican or corporate Democrats, or, you know, Rand Paul is a bit of a special I, one, one of them can delay stuff, at least delay. But when it comes to the squad, no matter even if it's the five of them, if it's the two of them, like, it's as if they're not allowed to do anything that other people do, or like, their vote or voice doesn't count the same way. Like, you never hear that, but a Republican, like half of a Republican can delay stuff for three days. <laughs> Let me talk. <laughs> I, I have a theory and it's a very general, very unsubstantiated, very theoretical theory. So bear with me a bit. But I've seen that to happen in every country. Mm. I think the main reason is the money and all that. Okay, that's let's put that aside, though. The fun, Like that's... the. You cannot deny there is, for example, even for libertarian cause like the one Rand Paul has, mm-hmm. there's more money than a left-wing yeah. cause than Bernie has. So there's always more people and more people who are for the money at least they are willing to you know, risk it. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's let's put that aside. I do also think there is sadly, sadly, 
the, again, I think the democracy has poisoned the mind of the left. Democracy and populism, I would argue, has poisoned the mind of the left. As soon as the idea is more pop, is majority of people, I would argue, at least in middle class or in media or the ones that are presented, blah, 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 are hugely supportive of the Ukraine effort and are hugely anti-Russian and all that. And as soon as the majority are for something, uh, Bernie Sanders even is suddenly wishy-washy about mm -hmm. it. He was the same about Syria. He was the same about uh, Hillary Clinton email stuff because uh, I'm so yeah. That, and that's the you know it's the new religion. It's the new religion of the world democracy. You know, fucking Fukuyama was right. He was fucking right. Uh, everybody's just now whatever is the most popular. What most mm -hmm. people think must be right. What more? and now and why do you think most people in even liberals in Middle East? I'm sad to say liberals in Middle East don't support gay rights or women's right because it's right because they right now they're like oh Americans right now or Europeans right now are supporting gay rights mm. and that is what progressive people think. So we should think most liberals are that stupid. Just like the people they make fun of for going to church on Sundays or for going to mosque on mm -hmm. Fridays and oh they are so stupid. They are just you know acting out something. You are even more stupid. You are even worse. So sorry, it's a very unsubstantiated no, no. and one of those sort of Frankfurt school style <laughs> theories. But sorry, no, I agree but... with you. I don't know if it like really <laughs> answered my question or the puzzle that I'm asking. But yeah, but that's uh, why right. that's, that's why, why they don't, they don't do, do it. Do but anything. my thing is like it's as if like theoretically they can't even do anything. You know what I mean? Like it's what I don't know. It's like it's like as if no, they can't even try to do Bernie something could. because yeah, Bernie, yeah, you try. But it's just so funny, like you always hear on the other side, I know those people are more powerful and they're in different positions, Senate, Congress, but like Joe Manchin, cinema, exactly. Just one of them is able to like, you know, be like one of them versus everybody else. But the squad, it really seems like alone, they can't do anything. Together, they can't do, <laughs> do anything. Then, like, do they actually have voting rights or is it like all a game when it comes to them? I wouldn't be surprised if they, like the squad... I mean, Jimmy <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Dore and others were 100% right. The time when they had the power was when they were electing a leader because then it mm -hmm. had it needed the, I think, simple majority, you know, like the, the way voting system worked. Then. Yeah. But no, I mean, it seems like, I mean, look, what do we describe? But the fact is politics has become the playing the game of the groups, like not groups, sorry, the social climbers of second rate. So these people can be bought and sold with like a couple of dinners and a Met mm. Gala sort of invitation, you know, yeah. they're Tax pathetic the because, you know, they're pathetic. No, I mean, AOC, these are people who, for example, they meet, for example, Beyonce and they, mm. <laughs> you know, they are pathetic little children. I mean, so when politics becomes consumed by these people, and it does naturally when you take all power and all money away from politics, which happened with the left, oh, politicians, we need to take power back to the people. Politics is ooh, disgusting. Nixon, oh, Nixon, ooh, every, oh, pow power is corrupt and absolute power mm. corrupts, absolutely, <laughs> said the racist man from 300 years ago. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Uh, that one's my favorite. Acton, Baron Acton, Google. I love that one. That's too good. Okay, okay. Uh, more stuff about the US? 
Just wanted to mention that the same time that this happened, Roe versus Wade is getting uh, repealed. And uh, this was, this. I hope, please share this picture at this moment. And a friend of mine went to the New York protest with, uh, this is mostly a joke thing, by the way, <laughs> went to New York protest and guess who was there? <laughs> Leader of the majority of the Senate, I believe, is still uh, Chuck Schumer. And I, I don't think he was there for Roe versus Wade. <laughs> Should I tell you my theory? Go ahead. I'm pretty sure he was there to score. Look at that. Look at that. There's so many hot ladies. And look at the lady next to him. He's like, yeah. I'm Roe versus Wade. Roe, it was hot, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. It's so creepy, man. I'm sorry, but again, a little bit creepy, not so creepy. No, so he's super creepy. He's super creepy. I would add that again. Uh, I I am not Jewish. I have Jewish friends, and I I'm not. You know, I love the Jewish culture, Jewish people. I feel some people with their attitude and with the way they look and stuff are not helping Jewish stereotypes. <laughs> I feel like he's just not helping it. Like, what is this? Like, wh why are you doing this? Like that? <laughs> he's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they <laughs> And what is with this smile? <laughs> I don't know, man. But Chuck man, Schumer this is, is just such a, a good issue By for way, them. I mean, it just yeah, fell it's on. Perfect. It's so good for them. It's not like they have anything else going on. I, I think it's going to backfire because yeah. every, everybody's talking about the fact that it hasn't been codified yet. We're anyway, talking about that. Are Democratic voters talking about that? Yes, yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because that's been talked about a lot. Not, I'm not saying on a larger scale, but a significant scale that might just stay home. We'll see. But, we'll see in six months to a year how it's framed also. I mean, when it I would starts say full to disclosure, matter. though, full disclosure, though, Chuck Schumer is the I would say this was a perfect, he was a perfect politician that the left should have gone after. Mm. He was a politician that has always been just, as soon as AOC became a congressperson, his rhetoric shifted to the left so much because he's just the typical politician in it for the game mm -hmm. and for the money and for all that. Left should go after these people, not people who talk about Go after, you mean past. recruit them. You mean recruit, recruit them? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Recruit them, uh, headhunt them. <laughs> These are the people who Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think she believes in anything. She every time she speaks, the first half an hour is about the fact that she was a fucking soldier or whatever. <laughs> like she's she's a politician, but she's somebody who's after power. Like Chuck Schumer, they love their position. They love their thing. And if you give that position to them, they give it give something back to you. Unlike these fucking idealist pieces of shit that just want to fit in with the uh, they just want to go to Met Gala or mm -hmm. Clinton types you know you can tell some people just want to fit in they just anyway sorry I'm just doing psychology from way no, far I agree with you I agree with you there from across the planet <laughs> no I agree with you there but okay I think maybe to, time to switch gears a bit uh, uh, sure yeah, yeah I think so it's time to move on 